Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Today is April 21st, 2021, and our first story. Democrats are defending child knife fights for some reason, I guess, because they want to make cops look bad after a 16-year-old girl was shot and killed because she was about to stab someone. They jumped the shark, y'all. I don't even know what to say. Our next story goes into details about the ongoing protests, talking about this incident with this 16-year-old. And it may be a little redundant because after I covered this, this segment, I started seeing tweets pop up from these Democrats basically saying, that teenagers have knife fights all the time and police shouldn't intervene. And I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. Our last segment, an officer donated to the Kyle Rittenhouse Defense Fund and got fired for it. It's time people stand up for themselves and retain their dignity. Before we get started, leave us a good review. If you like the show, give us five stars. And if you really like the show, please share it with your friends. Now, let's get into that first story. I didn't think we'd come to a point where the Democrats and leftist activists and Black Lives Matter would be explicitly defending child knife fights. Let it be said, do not fight people, period. The, the, the fight you win is any fight you can get away from. The first strategy from anybody, is gonna, they're, they're going to tell you to run, choose your battles. Don't get into this stuff. But we got, we got this breaking story about a young woman. She's 15 or 16 years old, Micaiah Bryant. She was shot by cops as she was wielding a knife and about to thrust it into the body of another woman she had pinned against a car. An officer fired in defense of this other woman, killing this teenager. And the left is outraged. Joe Biden calls it tragic. Leftists and Democrats are literally saying in no uncertain terms that children should be allowed to have knife fights I am not exaggerating. I will show you the tweets from these individuals, former Democratic staffers, Democrats themselves. I, I just don't even know anymore, man. Look, if this is not jumping the shark, if we've not already seen it, I don't know what else you want from me, okay? The activists are quoted as saying, we will never be satisfied. So what, what is our society doing? Just placating these people. At this point, I'm like, fine, y'all do, do, do what you want to do in these cities. You want to vote for this stuff? Don't don't look at me. You know, when Democrats were coming out and saying it was it was injustice, what happened to George Floyd and stuff, I'm like, all right, man, let's have that argument. You know, Derek Chauvin gets arrested. He goes to trial. Most people seem to think some charges were warranted, maybe not guilty on all counts. Instead, it's just over the top. Go overboard. Throw it out the window. Now you got Valerie uh, Jarrett or whatever her name is. You got 
Bree Newsom straight up saying kids have knife fights. Let them do it. And I'm like, what? What happened to telling kids not to have weapons? I'm going to say this in no uncertain terms for all of you listening. Please do not engage in knife fights. Please do not listen to what these these activists, leftists and Democrats are saying. It is wrong. It is a crime. Because I don't know, YouTube might get mad at me for even bringing it up. That's how insane these people have gone. Now, I'm showing you this story first right up here from from August 5th, 2020. Black Americans want police to retain local presence. This is not an exaggeration. This is Gallup doing a poll and asking people who live in these areas what they want. And they said more police. I kid you not. More cops. So how is it that a psychopathic bunch of narcissists are literally now defending children knife fights? Oh, no, man. I, I just don't know. How do you salvage this? I honestly do not know. We got the tweet. It was Bree Newsome. She tweets this stuff. She's she's taken. Uh, she's protected her tweets. So we have this story from Twitchy. BLM activist Bree Newsome finds it frightening that white cops didn't let Micaiah Bryant do what teenagers have been doing for eons and kill a black girl. Had a knife in her hand. Wielded it. I talked about this a bit in a previous segment, but I, I got to do the segment now because we're literally at the point where the, the White House has weighed in. Democrats have started weighing in and I'm I'm at a loss for words, man. I'm going to read for you what people are saying and uh, and talk to you about what we can expect now. Nancy Pelosi came out thanking George Floyd for dying in one of the most insane things I've ever heard. Police are now being told, essentially, you can't chase suspects in Chicago after the shooting of Adam Toledo. The police are told you cannot do your jobs anymore. I'm kind of like, all right, dude, look, I left the cities. I don't live there anymore. So what do you want me to say? I think everybody, it's time to get out of these cities because it's only going to get worse from here. Well, let's 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 read this before we get started. Head over to TimCast.com and become a member to get access to exclusive members only segments. We have articles on the way. We have new shows on the way, new podcasts. We are taking this thing up to 11. We're going to have new shows. And with your support, we can make it all happen. So go to TimCast.com, sign up. We had Catalina Loft. She's running for office against the infamous Adam Kinzinger on yesterday. You can see this story as a member, but don't forget to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Let's get into the news, my friends. Twitchy. I showed you this. They say Columbus police body camera footage shows Micaiah Bryant apparently, apparently attempting to stab two people with a knife. While we don't know absolutely everything about the incident, it seems reasonably natural to draw the conclusion that Bryant, the girl in black, wasn't just minding her own business when she was shot. Before I read to you the things that are being said by Democrats, which I, I think are abhorrent, and the White House, though I do agree with the White House, it's a tragedy when, any, when anyone gets shot. I know. You know, I'm not happy this stuff happens. Let me show you a bit of the context from News One to the best, to the best of our understanding so far. Keeping in mind, news changes, okay? Stories develop. We first heard about Dante Wright, and the story seemed to be that he was wanted on a weapons possession charge. Turns out it was aggravated robbery. So these things may change. But here's what we're reading. We're hearing so far. Micaiah Bryant, 16 year old girl, called Ohio police for help. Officer killed her instead. The lady, the late latest deadly Columbus police shooting came as the ex cop who killed George Floyd was convicted of murder. Now, apparently it's been reported several times that Micaiah Bryant was the one who called for help in the body camera footage. However, you can see the cops are coming in. She pins a woman against a car and then lunges her knife back. That's not defense. That is not self-defense. If you're defending yourself, you have your hand up, you're armed, you're backing away. 
Many people are trying to claim that she was defending herself. And it may be that she was the one attacked initially. It may be that she then retaliated. But retaliation is not defense. Did Micaiah Bryant have the ability to run away? Yes, she did. Did she do that? No, she didn't. I'm sorry. That defines the case. And that context is going to be very important as I now show you what is being said. First, in a statement from the White House, they say the fatal police shooting of a black teen in Columbus is tragic. I 100% agree with this. I don't care why. It is a tragedy when people lose their lives. The Hill reports, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki on Wednesday called the fatal police shooting of a teenage girl in Columbus, Ohio, tragic, and said President Biden had been briefed in the matter. The killing of 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant by Columbus, Columbus police is tragic. She was a child. We are thinking of her friends and family in the communities that are grieving her loss. Police in Columbus fatally shot the individual. We know this. Apparently, they had stated, quote, we know that the police violence disproportionately impacts black and Latino communities and that black women and girls like black men and boys experience higher rates of police violence. We also know that there are particular vulnerabilities that children in foster care like Micaiah faced, Saki said Wednesday, noting that her death came amid a moment of hope for progress in fighting racism and policing. Our focus is on working to address systemic racism and implicit bias head on, and of course, to passing laws and legislation that will put much needed reforms into place at police departments around the country. I'm for police reform. I think we need to have a good hard look at policing in this country, and we need to solve problems as well as fund the police. Cops need more money. They need more money for training, not for equipment. They need, they need certain equipment, I think it's fair to say. They need more options and de-escalation, and they need better training, which means more funding for cops. They, they should also, in my opinion, be, be paid better. Well, we don't get that. We get the abolish the police crew and we get statements like this. Saki doesn't know anything about what happened, nor does she care. She's framing this instant, this incident as though it was an innocent 16 year old unarmed woman being shot. That, that wasn't the case. The family came out and lied when the story first broke, claiming that Micaiah Bryant threw the knife. All right. Let's jump right in, my friends. In a tweet from Bree Newsom, actually, let me, let me show you the initial tweet. She said, Teenagers have been having fights, including fights involving knives for eons. We do not need police to address these situations by showing up to the scene and using a weapon against one of the teenagers. Y'all need help. I mean that sincerely. What? What? Teenagers should not be having knife fights. Police should intervene to stop knife fights between teenagers. And I'll also tell you, man, this wasn't a knife fight. It was one woman pinning another woman against a car and wielding a knife against her. This is this is nuts. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, though. Don't commit crimes. Don't hurt other people. Don't be violent. But at this point, I can only say when the Democrats are arguing that cops should not intervene. Y'all cops stop intervening. I guess the people at the scene got mad at the cops when the cops intervened. They got mad at the police. They blamed the police. Well, there you go, man. Bree Newsom follows up. Everyone should be frightened that the ruling white elite have done such a thoroughly successful job of not only disconnecting us from the means of basic self-sufficiency, but also convincing us we need armed white officers to manage our children and communities. Okay, you know what? I don't completely agree with that, but I do agree we need personal responsibility back. We need personal responsibility. And so long as these white urban progressives and suburban progressives can keep saying the cops will take care of everything. We're not going to have personal responsibility. So maybe I'll agree with Black Lives Matter on that point. 
Does that mean I'm safe, YouTube, if I agree with the Black Lives Matter activists defending the knife fighting teenagers? I don't even know what the rules are in this case. I'm just going to report to you what people are saying. That's the best of my abilities. Have you seen the price of gold lately? It's hitting all-time highs. And when it comes to investing in gold, check out Noble Gold Investments. They have a track record of excellence that's second to none. Just look at their thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, Google, and the Better Business Bureau. Customers rave about their knowledgeable staff, smooth investment process, and life-changing results, which you can see for yourself online. That's the kind of reputation you can count on. But it's not just about the reviews. Noble Gold Investments truly care about their clients. They take the time to understand your unique needs and goals, and they give expert guidance every step of the way. That level of personalized service is rare in this industry. Look, when it comes to securing your financial future, you can't afford to take chances. Go with the gold company that has earned the trust of countless investors. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com slash Pool today and discover why Noble Gold Investments is the only choice for smart, secure gold investments. Or call them at 877-646-5347. Again, that's 877-646-5347. Valerie Jarrett. Ah, Valerie Jarrett. You may know Valerie Jarrett. Proud mom and grandma, New York Times bestselling author, businesswoman, senior advisor to Barack Obama, advocate for equality and justice. Why, yes, this is a Democrat who said, a black teenage girl named Micaiah Bryant was killed because a police officer immediately decided to shoot her multiple times in order to break up a knife fight, demand accountability, fight for justice. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't even know anymore, dudes. I don't even know. I, 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 you know, I had another segment planned and I was like, you're gonna be talking about police reform issues. And then I'm like, y'all are the Democrats literally defending what they call a knife fight? Do we have multiple Democratic personalities literally tweeting out that cops should not intervene when there is a teenage knife fight? All right, y'all have jumped the shark. I I don't know. Uh, My friends, please share this video with your friends and family, because I don't know what else to say to people to tell them these people are losing their minds. Most black people want cops around. Gallup reports that maybe they're wrong. Sure, fine, whatever. I mean, they keep voting for Democrats, so certainly they must not, I guess. But please just show your friends and family Valerie Jarrett and Bree Newsom arguing that teenagers should have knife fights and the cops should not stop them. I can only hope that the police would intervene to stop a knife fight. Now, this is not a knife fight because Micaiah Bryant was the only person armed. But there's more. Brittany Cooper, verified associate professor, beyond respectability, feminist with 155,000 followers, tweets, A black girl is dead because the cops brought a gun to a knife fight. If you don't know how to de-escalate teen girls who are fighting, you should not be a police officer. I said what I said. And I don't want to hear it from the folks who keep on saying the cops protected other black girls. I am glad they are safe, but most of y'all don't give one F about black girls. You just don't want reasons to not hold police higher, better standards for policing. This is why our movements keep asking uh, asking us to reimagine public safety and to defund police. Because the cops act like the only tool they have is a gun. That's a failure of both competence and imagination. A lot of you will walk away from this and soothe yourselves the language that this was justified. It is neither just nor justified. A black girl is dead. And if your framework of policing justifies this, you're part of the problem. I am done. All right. Cop shows up within a split second. She's got the gun. I'm sorry. She's got the knife and she's lunging. 
What should the cop do? In my opinion, the cop should do nothing. I am. I think the cop should do nothing. Now, if it were me pinned against that car, I would appreciate the cop to save my life. But in these communities, you, there seem to be a lot of people who are surprised that these neighborhoods don't want police. Maybe it's because the Gallup poll suggests they do. But so long as community leaders and the Democrats that are voted in say, stop showing up. When will the police get it through their thick skulls? I'm sorry, cops. Y'all are dumb. You go into these areas. They don't want you here. They tell you to stop. You don't. At what point does a cop just say, I get it, man. I'm not going to intervene. They got mad. The cops showed up. Stop showing up for any reason. Look, the left seems to think I am being salty and saying this to defend the cops. No, I'm literally defending the people in these communities who keep telling the cops to stop showing up. Stupid cops think they're playing hero, showing up to a neighborhood that's begged them to leave. I don't care, man. Mobs are burning down cities. Like, I don't care if you think you're a hero, if you're going to save people. I don't care if you think you saved this girl. They are begging you not to do this. They get to choose how their communities function. At what point will the cops just be like, all right, I get it. You don't want us here and then leave. Dude, I, I, I'm so familiar with it in Chicago where you get these calls coming in for like, you know, gang crimes and stuff. And it's like, dude, if they don't want you there, maybe you shouldn't go for literally any reason. They call and they say, help, I'm being robbed. Dude, I'm sorry, man. You don't get to supersede the will of the voters in that neighborhood who want the police to stop showing up. I don't want to tell you, man, this is the most extreme example. And it's just it's crazy. So, you know, I, I show you this is the statement that came from the White House, which you've already seen. I have a couple other tweets. We have this from Kilani, ACAB, which means all cops are bad, to put it mildly. It means something else. Abolish the effing police. This is a, this is a verified Twitter user. 2.4 million followers. The same day we celebrate a verdict for another loss that should have never happened, a black child is murdered. Abolishment is the only answer. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm totally down. Too many of the cops should have stood up for, for themselves and they didn't do it. Too many cops said nothing and watched as their departments were eroded and the rule of law was eroded and riots tore apart the, the city. And then the cities voted for Democrats. At this point, I'm just like, I respect the will of the people. Get rid of the departments, I guess. These cops should move out of these areas. People who live in these areas who are upset about it should recognize that their own communities have turned against them. And you don't get to dictate how other people want to live. If they want no cops, then let them have no cops. It's, it's, it's simple, isn't it? I don't know why we're having this argument as though we in the minority should impose our will on those who are voting for Democrats. If the Democrats want this and defend it, they should be allowed to have it. I guess if, if they want teenage knife fights, they voted for it. I personally oppose it. I think we should stop it. I get all that stuff. But what do I say to somebody who lives in a city who is begging me to allow them to live that way? I'm more libertarian, man. I'm like, if you look, if, if you choose to have mutual combat and it's, I guess, what, what am I supposed to say? I don't live there. I left. Take a look at this video. This video is important. There's a man standing on a curb. That's all. He's got his fist in the air. And a bunch of journalists drop to their knees and start getting the appropriate angle. It's a performance, man. It's not reality. It's a performance. I feel like so many conservatives are on Twitter acting like they're all concerned about these cops. And I'm just sitting here like, yo, you guys don't live in these cities. 
I mean, a lot of these people probably live in Washington, D.C. or around D.C., so I can understand if you feel personally slighted when they want to get rid of your cops. But most conservatives don't live in these areas. So just be like, all right, if you live in New York and you don't want cops, I don't live there. I don't vote. I'm not going to vote for whether you should have cops or not. I don't live in New York. I got out. Wasn't a fan of how they ran things. So if you vote to have it, okay. I live in a place where you can have guns. The people who live there vote to have guns and there's constitutional carry. It's fantastic. I like that idea. So I came here. If I keep voting in a place where everyone disagrees with me, eventually I'm just going to be like, I get it. I'm the odd person out. Y'all don't want to be able to defend yourselves. Y'all don't like. So I was previously in New Jersey in the Philly area. If someone breaks into your home, you have to you have to flee your own home. That's the law. You can't defend yourself. It's the craziest thing because like, where are you supposed to go? I guess the argument is an alley. Run to the nearest Dunkin Donuts at 3 a.m. hoping that uh, they're open and you can be barefoot in the lobby or in your underwear pajamas because someone broke in your house and you have to flee. I guess. What if you're like sleeping nude and then someone breaks into your house in New Jersey? You literally have to leave your own home. Well, I live in a place where I don't have to do that anymore. Why? I realized voting in this place wasn't changing that. The people wanted to live that way. So I'm the odd person out. I'm gone. It's a performance the media puts on. It's not real life. The ACLU of Ohio tweeted, the systems that allowed George Floyd to be murdered remain fully intact. Moments after we celebrated a win for police accountability, a 15 year old was murdered. You get it. They say Micaiah Bryant should still be alive. Well, I'll agree with them on that. She should, she should still be alive. I'm sad and I'm upset if anyone dies. Some people have said maybe the officers could have some less lethal weaponry. Uh, yeah, maybe actually. There's apparently this thing they sell that you attach to the front of a, of a gun. So the first shot out of it is a large blunt object, which seriously injures someone, but is less lethal. Yeah, maybe. Some people disagree because they say in life-threatening situations, the cops need to be able to use lethal force. They have tasers. I don't know the answers, man. I can only, I can only point out the absurdity of Democrats defending teenage knife fights because that should show you outright that these people are not serious people. They don't actually care about black lives. They don't actually care about justice. They just need to demonize the cops. Look, right now, there are some progressive YouTubers just talking about Donald Trump. I'm not going to say their name, but I'm like, why did you make a video about Donald Trump? That's the stupidest thing. I made a video sort of about Trump the other day about the Capitol riot. Nobody cares. It's old news. Okay, it is it is old news. We're moving on. We want to know what's happening now. But there are many people who are obsessed with their grift. So what do you get? You know what? They want to call me a grifter and all that. I don't care. When It should be plainly obvious to literally anybody when they're defending teen knife fights, they're grifting. They're so desperate to demonize cops. They're at the point where they're like claiming kids should be able to have knife fights. I don't even know, man. It should not happen. You should not have fights. Don't engage in violence. Don't commit crimes. Please stop the stuff. Please. Yeah, I don't think so. I have this one tweet I pulled up. This is from Zayed uh, Jelani on Twitter, who writes, the Micaiah Bryant case is an encapsulation of the media and political classes pathologies. Had she simply stabbed the other girl to death, it would never have, have been made a national news story. Activists wouldn't have complained. Grieving family members would have been ignored. A whole lot of people who don't identify as libertarians have adopted the mindset that the only problem is the state and government. Whereas the government's very first responsibility is protect vulnerable citizens from violence, no matter where it comes from. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'll, I'll agree with you on the media and the political classes pathologies. 
And I think we have a really great example of, of the Democrats and the left have jumped the shark. And, you know, some people have argued for some kind of accelerationism. Let them abolish the police. Let them say what they say, because ultimately the, the end result will be people finally realizing. I don't think so. I think most people have realized a long time ago the insanity and absurdity of the Democratic Party and the leftist activists, but they're still supporting it. I don't know what to tell you other than let me read you another story about the sick pathologies of the, of the Democratic Party. From Yahoo News, Pelosi thanks George Floyd for sacrificing your life for justice. <laughs> get out of the cities. Please get out of the cities. If you live in the city, you needed to have left a long time ago. Do you see the vlog we put up? Cast Castle is live, baby. We got the vlog up and you can see the house and the chickens and the skate park, all this land for cheap. It's a lot cheaper out here. And uh, we have a company. We have more people coming. I am actively recruiting people for new projects. And you ain't going to be living in the city if you're working. You got you to come out to the middle of nowhere. All right. Go out to the middle of nowhere. Chickens don't cost that much money. A couple bucks over at the tractor supply store. Maybe you can get some better quality chickens from a local farm. And uh, they're hilarious. They walk around and they, 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 they cluck and they, it's fun. Get out, get out into the country, man. Enjoy life. There's flowers everywhere. My allergies are killing me. But only a few minutes away, is, the, is a, we got a river. We got mountains. We can go on hikes. We can go bike riding. You live in the city. You're cramped up in this cubicle concrete block. The police can't enforce the law. They're more interested in protecting government institutions than you during riots. And these places keep voting to strip away the rights of the individuals to defend themselves. I don't know why y'all live there. I lived there for a long time. Many people uh, lived in rural areas for a long time. Many of the rural people are complaining to me saying like, stop, don't tell city folk to move to the country. Now, if you move to the country, you better recognize that everybody's armed to the teeth. There's bears and coyotes. But if that's not for you, then you go ahead and live in your, in your uh, cubicle. Here's the report from Yahoo News. After the verdict in the trial of Derek Chauvin, Nancy Pelosi thanked George Floyd for dying, saying, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice, for being there to call out to your mom. How heartbreaking was that? Call out for your mom. I can't breathe. Because of you and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will be synonymous with justice. I actually think you'll be synonymous with injustice, to be completely honest because it's just riots. Pelosi's comments met harsh criticism, with observers noting that Floyd's death wasn't a sacrifice. Chauvin had just been convicted of his murder. In a subsequent tweet, Pelosi clarified her remarks. George Floyd should be alive today. His family's calls for justice for his murder were heard around the world. He did not, he did not die in vain. We must make sure other families don't suffer this, the same racism, violence, and pain. We must enact the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act. Man, it's a pretty incredible place that we live in. I got I to gotta tell you this. We are never going to be satisfied. It's a quote from Black Lives Matter activists. Minneapolis BLM responds to Chauvin verdict, quite literally saying we are never going to be satisfied. Then what's the point of negotiating? Why is anybody caving to, the, to, to these individuals? Because they're scared, I guess. Because they know that conservatives will never show up to police or government headquarters demanding reforms. Because they know that the Second Amendment crowd are law-abiding citizens. And that's just that. It's kind of funny when you think about it. The, the people demanding they be disarmed 
are scarier in the minds of the politicians and, 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 and the government than the people who actually have the guns. Maybe it's a good thing, I guess, because we don't want people going out with guns. No, we want good law-abiding citizens to be armed. Unfortunately, the good law-abiding citizens are not terrorists. Or I should say, fortunately for the government and for all of us, that's the case. We don't want terrorists to have weapons. But the people who are rioting and who are violent, many of them are actually pro-gun as well. I guess that's why the good law-abiding 2A people are going to keep and bear arms. This is tough, man. What are we supposed to say other than, please don't be violent. Please don't hurt other people. Please respect law enforcement to the degree that they're enforcing the law. We want police accountability. We want police reform. We don't want cops committing crimes. Anybody, anywhere, for any reason who commits a crime should be arrested. Anybody who engages in violent acts in exchange, uh, to, to further a political cause should be arrested and charged. If for some reason that's not true on the Democrat side, for some reason, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook allows this kind of rhetoric. Protesters heckle a Brooklyn Takiria after Chauvin verdict as white demonstrator leads chants telling white owners to get the F out of New York, saying we don't want your white Takiria. Is that how you pronounce it? Takiria? Mexican restaurant? That's allowed. They get away with it. No punishment, no crime, no censorship. Check this out. Chicago police may have to check with their supervisor before chasing suspects on foot after 13-year-old Adam Toledo was shot dead in the city. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. Someone's shooting at cars and armed and it's a child. You better not intervene, cops. If you're a cop in any one of these cities, I think you're stupid. If you're staying, maybe you're, you're planning on getting out now. Sure. If you're a resident of one of these places and you're staying, I think you're stupid. I'm sorry. I think you are not smart if you're staying while all of this is going on and your votes and your taxes prop the system up. Now, what's going on over in red states? 34 states considering anti-protest bills introduced by Republicans. In 34 different states, the Republican legislatures are proposing anti-riot laws. If you choose to live in a blue state at this point, I don't know what to tell you, man. You can go to a red state. You get your constitutional carry in many of them. You have neighbors respecting you. You need to respect them the same. And if you move there, you need to respect their laws and the way they run things because you don't want to create another nightmarish dystopian city. Or you can choose to live in these cities, I guess. So don't come complaining to me. This is why I don't understand why conservatives care about abolishing police at this point. Why do you care? You live in the middle of nowhere. I do. I don't care. There was a period where I did. I needed my local police department. They were great. They were really nice. They helped protect my home. I don't live there anymore because it was getting bad. The riots were spreading out to the suburbs. Now I don't care for whether, I mean, there's a sheriff's department. 
Not in the middle of nowhere. It's up to me to defend myself. I'm not going to worry. I, there's no there's no police department where I live to abolish. The complaints about racist police are all in Democrat-run cities. That's that's that, that's on them now. How, when are you guys going to be like, okay, we'll move to Florida? I think Florida is one of the places to be, to be completely honest. Texas is apparently pushing through a bill that would allow someone to file an injunction if they get banned from social media for political opinions. That's huge. That would negate the rules of many of these Silicon Valley companies. They say, oh, you can't say these things about this group of people. It's political opinion. We'll be protected under Texas state law. I don't like the idea of disparaging people based on you know, certain characteristics. I do like the idea of protecting political speech. However, I think you need to have a strong opposition to racists, bigots, transphobes, homophobes, and all that stuff. But I believe in free speech. The Texas law is, is it goes well beyond, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's bold. We'll see if that happens. In Florida, they have a similar law about politicians. It's not the same. But Ron DeSantis seems to be doing all right, paying attention to what's going on, actually respecting the will of the people. I'll tell you what I find interesting. Republicans don't fight back. Republican politicians don't fight back. Fox News overwhelmingly agreed with the verdict in the Chauvin trial. Save Tucker Carlson. That's amazing, isn't it? Who does Hannity represent? Remember when Tucker Carlson was talking about Amazon profiting during the pandemic? And then when he when he hands off the show to Hannity, Hannity's like, private corporations are allowed to do what they want. And Tucker like gave him the Tucker face. Millennial right wingers, I suppose, are populist, uh, are slightly economically left in many ways. It's weird, isn't it? It's very, very weird, isn't it? But Fox News agrees with this. I don't that's I don't even get it. I got I Nothing makes sense at this point. So I think it's funny when people try to claim that I'm right wing and it's like, there's no left or right anymore, dude. You, anybody who comes out and tries to assert a hard left or right along some kind of political po- policy position, there's tribes. I guess there's the tribal right and the tribal left and then the, the disaffected liberals who get called right wingers, I guess because disaffected liberals agree with conservatives on the, uh, on, on the absurdity and insanity of what's going on in this country. But here we go, baby. Summer hasn't even started yet. Spring has just begun. And we're already into the riots, Democrats defending knife fights. So I don't know what else you want me to say. Now, I will add one last thought. I guess for those listening on the podcast, this podcast episode might be a little redundant because a lot of things are going to be repeated, as most of my segments on YouTube are separate segments. But when I was going to do something on police reform and mostly focus on these laws, but when I saw these Democrats defending the knife fights, I was like, all right, we got to we got we got to talk about this, man. We got to address the level of insanity that has infected our political discourse. So I ask but one thing of you. Share this video. Show people what's going on and they can disagree with me. But please ask them to justify the statements from these Democrats defending teenager knife fights. Ask them to defend that. It shouldn't be defended. It sh- you, you, if these people should be getting strikes or whatever for defending this stuff. Incitement to violence. Ain't gonna happen though. Whatever. I'll leave it there. Next segment is coming up at uh, 8 p.m. over at youtube.com slash timcastirl. It will be live. Should be fun. Thanks for hanging out and we'll see you all then. Last night we got the word. Derek Chauvin has been convicted of murdering George Floyd. Guilty on all counts. Now, many people have said that the jury was intimidated by, by threats by the likes of Maxine Waters and the ongoing riots. These people knew that if they said not guilty, 
they would have their lives destroyed. Perhaps it's the case, or perhaps the jury really did reach a guilty verdict. The state used a particularly circuitous method to get Derek Chauvin on second degree murder, felony murder rule, arguing that trying to arrest George Floyd constituted felony assault. And because it did, it was actually a murder. And I got to say that argument, you could be convinced of it. I'm sure some of these jurors were like, look, man, should he have put the knee on the neck? And then someone said, probably not. Well, then it's assault and then it's murder. Okay, we're done. They barely deliberated. They were out. I think the fair assessment may have actually been manslaughter, not felony murder. It wasn't an assault because Chauvin was just arresting the guy, but manslaughter in that he probably should have done a better job. But I, I digress. It's neither here, or here, here nor there. The issue is whether or not the jury was intimidated, and they may have been. Many people said, or at least assumed, that if there was a guilty verdict, there would be no riots. Those people assumed wrong. Here we have the news from Oregon Live. Police declare unlawful assembly amid downtown Portland protest after Derek Chauvin conviction. I'm just so sick of this, man. Part of me is just like, can we just go and play Minecraft and, 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 and race cars and music and other whatnot? Because what's the point of talking about this over and over again and nothing gets done about it? At what point will regular people actually stand up? Perhaps they won't because perhaps they don't care. All right. I'm going to say this. And, and you know, we, we have all of these people on the left that are celebrating the violence and destruction, saying that because they killed people and burned things down, they won. I'm not even exaggerating. They're literally claiming that because several dozen people died last year and they burned cities down, they got what they wanted. That's not justice. That's some kind of retribution for perceived moral slights. Justice is a fair trial in trying to determine whether or not someone did something wrong and should be held accountable. Justice is finding something to be, well, I suppose justice can be a bit of a nebulous term in a sense. It basically means righteousness, just causes. Justice refers to doing the right thing and rectifying wrongs as well as holding people accountable. But the people on the left don't have the same moral values that we do. Most of us. I, I, I often talk about the Judeo-Christian values and the moral frameworks that we, we've built our society upon. Blackstone's formulation, for instance, it is better that 10 guilty persons escape than one innocent person suffer. The left holds the authoritarian view that it's, be, it's better that 10 innocent people suffer than one guilty person escape, as exemplified by their willingness to burn down innocent people's buildings because one guilty person in their mind escaped. Well, Right now, we have another situation happening. First, let me go through what some of the reactions are to uh, the ongoing issues here. Jack Posobiec, Antifa is now taking credit for the Chauvin conviction due to their courageous public terrorism campaign last year and calling for further violent attacks against law enforcement. At a certain point, I have to ask, when will cops realize, and I'm sick and tired of hearing people say cops have to do their duty and they're, and they're, and they're not going to back down. I'm just over it, dude. The people have spoken. There's no one supporting you. The people in these homes will not stand up for you. No one is voting for you. Stop. Leave. I'm over it. In fact, I'll, t I'll say this. The states, the, the city councils, the, the mayors, whatever, they should go. I'll go abolish the police. You know what, man? These, these, these people are, are cheering for the riots, saying that without the riots, they would not have won. 
Tucker Carlson says the jury said, please don't hurt us. He suggests the Derek Chauvin jury caved to the mob with guilty verdict, while Sean Hannity says it was the correct. It was correct. And ABC Sonny Hostin breaks down on air. The verdict was not correct. This is not justice. One man going to prison on, on, on insane charges is not justice. You want to say Derek Chauvin should be convicted of manslaughter because cops shouldn't be allowed to just kill people. Fine. But murder. What the state is doing is throwing one man under the bus so that they can continue doing what they do. And that's why at this point, I'm like, y'all, if you're a cop and you're sticking around for this, I will not defend you ever again, period. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because at a certain point, you have to recognize the establishment is against you. The media is against you. And the people who are supposedly on your side won't say anything in your defense. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people who do. There are a lot of high profile, prominent conservative personalities who do. But a handful of, of commentators is not enough. When the left goes out in the street and burns down cities, that has an impact. State, lo- state and local leaders are terrified, cowering at the, at, over the violence, and they're just giving the, the lunatics whatever they want. And there is no principled resistance. There are, there are some people speaking out against it. You know, there are people like me who will call out the rioters and say it's wrong. There are much more conservative individuals who will rally around Blue Lives Matter and defend police. Sorry, it ain't going to be me. During COVID and during the lockdown, when cops were going to restaurants and arresting people, when cops were arresting people for not wearing masks, when cops were kicking people out of stores, when cops were were going to people's homes to, to enforce red flag laws and violent Second Amendment, all this stuff that happened last year, we saw conservatives actually start to break from supporting police. At this point, I got no beef with an individual officer. I understand, and in my opinion, I think we need police. I do think we need police reform. It's really that simple. We don't want to abolish the police. We need cops to do their jobs. We do need cops to have certain restrictions, and we need people to be more responsible for themselves. To put it bluntly, at this point, if the left wants to to abolish the police, conservatives, you don't live in these cities. Why do you care? Y'all got guns, right? You live out in the rural areas. Ain't worried about it, are you? When you got a local police department, they're probably fine. No one's trying to abolish the small town sheriff, I guess. But in these big cities where they want to abolish the police, where they live, I really don't care at this point. For a while, I was like, dude, I lived in Chicago. I understand what things would be like without cops. I have been on the Nightcrawler beat. I've seen the cops answering these murder calls. And it's, it's scary. And there's people crowding around and you don't know who's got a gun. It's a city's problem. They keep voting for this stuff. They keep voting Democrat. They keep getting the things they ask for. Why should I tell them how to live? I lived in the Philadelphia area for some time and people are like, you know, big, big, big man of you, Tim, to say people should fight back when you ran away. No, 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 no. Running away is part of fighting back or doing something. I'm not saying go out and be like marching in the streets. I'm saying stop sitting around watching this happen. Either leave and stop supporting this or stand up and defend your local police officers. For me, I was looking at an area in the Philadelphia suburbs where these people kept voting for this stuff. They vote to ban your guns. They, they vote to take away your right to defend yourself. And then they vote for the police, but then complain about the police. They vote for the police to have the, the authority to arrest their enemies, the people they don't like, and take away their guns. But then they complain about the cops. So I'm like, I tell you this, I'm not going to stick around for this, right? If your house is on fire, and no one is putting the fire out. At a certain point, I understand it probably sucks, but your house is going to burn down. 
You're in a big office building. Fire breaks out. And you're like, everybody, if we just turn the sprinklers on and the fire will be put out. And they're like, nah, I'm good. In fact, we're going to take your sprinklers from you. All right, I'm going to leave the building. Y'all can have it. All right. So I did. I left. I go to a more rural area. And now I am just going to rely on myself and not worry about it. I see the trend in these cities. They don't want cops. I'm curious as to why so many suburban and rural conservatives are concerned about what the cities do. I guess because in the long run, it's bad for the country as a whole. And there's a fear that this will result in demoralization and the end of policing. Sure, fine, whatever. Bro, in New York City, where they have stop and frisk, Democrats run it. In Chicago, where they have all these shootings, Democrats run it. Minneapolis, where all this is going down, Democrats run it. And I got people in Minnesota saying, yeah, but it's the cities dictating for the rest of the state. Yeah, man, that's how it goes. You still got Wyoming and West Virginia and a whole bunch of other rural areas you can live in. If you live in rural Minnesota, why do you want to stay in a city that is, uh, stay in a state that's ruled by a major blue city? I just think at a certain point, you've got to get up and you got to leave. So let me show you what's going on first. We have uh, uh, breaking news. It's about to get a whole lot worse. Columbus police try to avert a new wave of BLM anger over the fatal police shooting of a 15-year-old girl by releasing body cam that shows her attempting to stab two women just minutes before Derek Chauvin was convicted as protesters gather. In Columbus, the police got a call. Let, let, let me read a little bit for it. Uh, uh, read a little bit. They say Columbus police said that one person was killed in the officer-involved shooting that took place on the east side of Columbus. Witnesses said the victim was a 15-year-old girl, but police did not indicate who had been shot, just that the officer was not the victim. Authorities had been responding to an initial stabbing call around 4.30 p.m. The shots fired call was made just 15 minutes later. A woman at the scene identified on Facebook as Shannon Kelly, Chanel Kelly, shared a series of videos from the shooting. Jones shared in the post that the teen had, had, had the knife because somebody tried to jump her and added that she was the one who called for help. So we got it. We got we had a tough spot here. Apparently, they're saying first they said, actually, let me slow down. Cops show up. Body camera footage is released. You've got people fighting. One girl is then seen with a knife in her hand and she pulls her arm back and then the cop shoots her several times, killing her. Initially, someone said that she had dropped the knife well before and the cops just shot her. And that's the lie that spreads around and ignites the riots. Now they're saying she's actually the one who called for help. Someone was trying to jump her. Therein lies another issue. If you were if you're calling for help, you probably shouldn't be chasing after a person with a knife. If you have a knife and someone tried to jump you, don't pin them up against a car and then draw your knife with the cops all around you. She got shot and killed. Here's the, here's the, here's where it gets crazy. Following the shooting, the people who are watching this go down blame the police. There's a couple people staring at this woman, drawing her knife. And the cop shoots her and they go, what are you doing? Why did you do that? Oh, man, what are you doing? Why? Oh, geez. And I'm like, bro, she had a knife. She was going to stab that lady. She's going to kill her. So cop shot her. Here's what I love. Do you guys know what Bugs Bunnying is? I reference it every so often. Let me show you this uh, uh, this here uh, GIF image where it's uh, Bugs Bunny pulling down a sign. that says a rabbit season and Daffy Duck pulling down a sign that says duck season. You know this joke from the old Looney Tunes cartoon? The way it works is that Bugs Bunny is telling Daffy that it's actually duck season. Daffy is telling Bugs that it's rabbit season because they want Elmer Fudd to, you know, kill the other one. Eventually, Bugs Bunny says it's rabbit season. Hey, wait a minute. But he's the rabbit. Why would he do that? And then Daffy Duck, because his whole mentality is just opposing Bugs, says it's duck season. 
So then Elmer Fudd shoots Daffy. That's called Bugs Bunnying, flipping it on them. So here's what happens. You've got people angry that cops showed up and intervened and stopped a woman from stabbing another woman. They're like, why, why would the cops do that? Well, oh, oh, geez, why would the cops? So I said, cops should have just let Micaiah stab that other lady and not intervened. ACLU of Ohio tweeted, Micaiah Bryant should still be alive today. The system that allows George Floyd to be murdered remains fully intact. Moments after we celebrated a win for police accountability in Minneapolis, news broke that Columbus police murdered a 15-year-old black girl. Her name was Micaiah Bryant. Say her name. Okay. Cops should not have intervened. At a certain point, I actually do blame the cops. If every single person is screaming, let the lady murder the other lady, please, then you've got to be like, okay, who is this cop to decide what should be done or why? Cops are not judge, jury, and executioner. The cop was facing no threat himself. He was just watching a lady go to stab another lady, and no one wanted the cops to be there. Well, I bring up the Bugs Bunny thing, because in response to this tweet, I get these people saying, oh, oh, please, maybe maybe what we're saying is that bad cops should be held accountable. And I'm like, wait, wait, hold, hold on. I'm the one who's been saying police reform for the past year. Now, all of a sudden, you're coming out and saying police reform when I say no cop, the cop shouldn't have intervened. Hilarious. It's Bugs Bunnying. So somebody says, you know, just because we want the cops held accountable doesn't mean cops shouldn't stop a murder. And I said, abolish the police. And they were like, or how about maybe we have good cops? And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You got Bugs Bunny, leftists. They're the ones calling for abolishing and defunding the police. You know what that means? It means there ain't going to be no cops. So now we have this. There's going to be riots over this for sure. It's the stupidest thing ever, but there's probably going to be riots. This, this, this young woman got stabbed. I wish, I'm sorry, she got shot. I wish she didn't. Okay, I don't like it when people get hurt. I want, I want to have a Star Trek future where we can set our phasers to stun and we can explore the, the galaxy or at least the Alpha Quadrant. How about that? Instead, no matter what you do, you will always be the bad guy. So here you have these cops. They show up to a call. They shoot, they shoot this 15-year-old, 16-year-old. It's another morning and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems like pricey transmission and engine repairs and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. The activists and the people around immediately start lying because they don't care because they hate cops. Why are cops showing up to this stuff? I'm mad at the cops at this point, dude. I got to be honest. Look, I've never, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of cops enforcing unconstitutional laws. I'm not a big fan of, of a lack of police accountability, but I understand that cops do a pretty awful job and I'm not going to you know, go after the individual for a system that needs reform. The left has decided to go full terror and just burn down buildings. Apparently they're getting what they want, I suppose. But at this point, I'm sorry, I am mad at the cops on this one. 
The cops know what it means when you show up to these neighborhoods and you answer these calls. How stupid do you have to be at this point? Bro, if, if you put your hand on a fire, I'll, you know, or, or I'll tell you, if someone says, put your hand on the stove and you do, and then you get burned and you go, whoa, man, you, you told me to put, you didn't tell me it was hot. I'm going to be like, that was not cool. You tricked that person into doing something that we all know is dangerous, but you didn't expect to actually get burned. So I'm going to defend the guy who got burned. If at a certain point, these cops know that every time they reach to put their hand like in the oven to pull out the pan or whatever, someone st- turns the oven on max and they get burned. I'm going to be like, dude, you keep doing this. I'm not helping you. I'm not going to advocate on your behalf. I'm not going to defend you. Sorry. The cops know when they respond to these calls, no matter what they do, everyone there hates them. The media hates them. Their local leaders hate them. And they want to put them in prison. So how dumb do you have to be to be like, I'll go respond to this call. And then they show up. Someone pulls a knife and they're like, "Uh oh, and they shoot him. And then everyone's mad at him. Okay, you know what? If this cop goes to gets arrested, I don't care. I really don't. People are saying that he should have used a taser. He should have done a lot of things. You know what he should have done? He should have done nothing. Nothing. They want to abolish the police. Why do you keep going there? Listen, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I understand these individuals are trying to do the right thing. I get that. And I'm not trying to. to uh, I, I, I'm sorry. My defense of these cops can only go so far. If you know what the environment is. If you know what your local leaders will do to you, if you know the ramifications of what happens when you show up, why do you keep showing up? I'll put it this way. This cop who shot Micaiah Bryant, she did not have a knife on him. She had a knife on someone else. Self-defense stands when you're acting in defense of others. But this one's interesting. They don't want you there. They want the cops abolished. And yet you still showed up. And you still fired thinking you were doing the right thing when they did not want it. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I'd be willing to bet if the cop did nothing, they'd be complaining. Why didn't you save her? Why didn't you save her? Why didn't you stop her? Would have been a lot better, I suppose, than shooting and killing the girl and now sparking probably another wave of riots. Here's what I think should happen. I think in places like Minneapolis, every cop should resign. First and foremost, I think they should resign because the people voted for them to. They voted to abolish the police. They don't want the cops there. So stop doing this. Imagine being a cop and thinking like, well, the media hates me. The politicians hate me. The locals are burning down the city because they hate me. I'm going to stay. At what point are you like, dude, nobody wants you here. You should probably leave. It's like I, I'm at a party and I got a friend and everyone's yelling at him. And I'm like, dude, we're friends and everything. And I'll defend you and all that. But at a certain point, you know, people just don't like you and they don't want you here. What do you do? I think we need cops. I do. And I think the problem now is good times make weak men, as the saying goes. We're spoiled. We don't understand what life would be like without the police. Then maybe we should let the people have their say. Look, when I see a situation like this Micaiah thing and the people are voting and begging the cops to just leave, under what moral authority does the cop have to show up and disregard the will of the people? If somebody demands the right to stick their hand into a, onto the top of a burning stove, I'm like, dude, it is your choice, okay? That's, that's the way liberty works. If the people of an area like Minneapolis say, we don't want police, I call that peaceful revolution, I suppose, and get the, get the state actors out of there. They don't want it. They don't want the cops there, and the cops shouldn't be there. Now, this is going to ripple across the rest of the country. It's going to affect basically everybody. 
uh, most major cities. And I'll tell you this, if you're a conservative, I don't understand why you care at this point. Most conservatives live in rural areas and are armed to the teeth. There are, there, there's, I mean, most people in this country like guns. That's a fact. There are liberal gun owners who some, for some reason vote for Joe Biden. They want to lose their guns, but fine, whatever. At least they have them. Conservatives don't live in these major metropolitan areas. They don't deal with this stuff. So stop defending the people who live there and vote for it. Stop defending the cops who go into these neighborhoods knowing exactly what the political climate is. I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. I've not done it for a while. I will say I love the, the you know, I tweeted for like the 80th time that all cops should have resigned in mass. And a bunch of leftists are like, ha, ah, Tim's crying and all salty. I'm like, bro, crying. I'm blaming the cops. It's like, do you even watch my show? I've repeatedly said they shouldn't be there. The, the people have spoken. If you've got 100 people and 30 of them burn the city down, maybe, well, actually, yeah, I think, actually, no, I'm sorry. Support for Black Lives Matter is like 48%, according to civics. So you got, if you got 100 people and 48 of them are going around burning down the city, and then you've got a, uh, another portion, maybe like another five or 10% that are voting in favor of politicians who support burning down the city. And then the rest of these people aren't voting for the police. They're just saying, ah, leave me out of it. I'm sorry, you lost. You lost the vote. Popular vote goes to the abolish the police people. I don't, I don't understand what the point is right now. Why should I care about abolishing the police? I don't. I literally don't. I don't live in a, in a major metro anymore. And if the people who do live there want to abolish the police, I ain't going to stand in their way. They can, vote, they can vote how they want. I left. I realized it was a losing argument. The moment these people voted for Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the moment they voted for blue Democrat representatives, the moment they said they wanted this, I was like, I, that's the way this works, man. I'm not going to impose my will on you. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm smarter than you and you should live the way I live. I'm going to say this. I think without cops, things will get bad. I think you have a right to say you don't want cops. And if no one will stand up, then they've, they've abstained from the vote. If they're not voting, then don't be surprised when the vote carried is abolish the police. Now, if you live in these areas where this is happening, sorry, I can't defend you either because you know what the people want. This is how the, the vote works. If most people in an area want to live without police, so be it. Now, look, as far as I'm concerned, maybe it will be a utopia. That's neither here nor there. Maybe it will be Mad Max. Neither here nor there. The people have spoken. That's my position. So I left. I think you should too. And a lot of people are saying it's not easy. Some people are saying it's hard. Look, man, I moved from Chicago to LA with 200 bucks cash, found a ride share to get there, and I figured it out. I, I get it. I was 23 at the time. It's a lot easier than you know when you, when you have a family and things like that. Sorry, though. If you're not a fan of what's going on, then you need to just leave the cities. How many times does pe do people like Jack Posobiec need to say, get out of the cities? How many times do I need to say it? And then you come to me and say, no, we need cops. I'm like, bro, you're not the majority here. Or actually you might be, but the majority, if that's the case, they ain't voting. So you're not the voting majority. In fact, you're the voting minority. The voters have spoken. Stop living in areas where they want to get rid of cops because they're getting rid of cops. And there it is. I don't know what else to say, man. It's only going to get worse. The rioting's not going to stop. Convicting Derek Chauvin's going to solve nothing. But maybe this will finally be a lesson to these cops to stop responding to this stuff. You get a call that there's a, a scuffle going on. Someone's getting jumped. Just say, I'm not interested. You are under no obligation to do any of this. What are they going to do? We're going to fire you, officer, if you don't answer these calls. I really doubt it. I'll leave it there, man. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then. We've never had perfect justice in the United States, but we've done a pretty good job and we've improved 
this country expanding the rights of many individuals throughout the past several decades and several generations. Now, we strive to be a more perfect system, but it's kind of impossible to be perfect. Now, when you compare our justice system to many other countries around the world, we got it pretty good. But there are those that are hell-bent on destroying that system so that they can gain power, tell you what to do, and you will cower before them. They want to take away your ability to call the police. Why? So that woke mobs can enforce whatever insane policies or rules they want. They also want to take away your guns at the same time so that those who are willing to break the law and will attack you can get away with doing whatever they want. You know, watching Fox News is really interesting. Seeing Greg Gutfeld and, you know, several other personalities, as well as Sean Hannity, cheer on the guilty verdict of Derek Chauvin is interesting because I don't know who on the right actually supported that. I can't imagine you're watching Sean Hannity being like, I agree, Chauvin should be in prison. Most conservatives on Twitter are saying the opposite. Hey, but mainstream media going to mainstream media. Conservatives mostly not going to conserve much, I guess. And the Republican Party ain't going to fight for you. What did they offer up? We're going to wag our finger at Maxine Waters. <laughs> Fat load of good that did. We're watching the end of justice, not just because of Derek Chauvin, but because of a lot of other things. And, and, and that's why I point out justice has never been perfect in this country. There's been issues of racism. There's been a lack of police accountability. Now what we're getting is the pendulum swinging hard in the direction, and that is still not justice. Derek Chauvin maybe should have been convicted on manslaughter charges. Murder, I don't see how you justify. In fact, if the system itself is telling an individual to enforce the law in a certain way, I don't see how he got convicted of anything. But perhaps the jury was just scared. To be fair, as I stated in my previous video, maybe the jury just felt this was a felony. This was an assault on George Floyd. Chauvin should not have taken the actions he did. They could have arrested him. They didn't need to do this. Whatever the point may be, the Chauvin case isn't the most egregious thing so far. I think the threats against the trial are the most are the substantially more egregious things. Like I'll put it this way. Whether or not the jury was motivated by threats, we don't necessarily know, but it may be the case. That's why the threats from people like Maxine Water and the rioters is the more serious issue at hand. Of course, Derek Chauvin now goes to prison, and it may be because of this. We're also looking at another another story about Kyle Rittenhouse. His is the next trial that is coming up, and this young man will likely rot in prison for the rest of his life. A Virginia police officer was fired after donating to Kenosha shooter Kyle Rittenhouse's legal defense fund. I have had several witnesses of that event on Timcast IRL, my podcast show. They have explained in great detail exactly what happened. In fact, I think the witness testimony, Richie McGinnis, who actually provided aid to the man who was shot by Rittenhouse, is the third largest video on the Timcast IRL channel. Something like, I think, one point. 2 million views. I listened to what these people had to say, and I drew my conclusions. Kyle Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense. Kyle Rittenhouse did not carry a gun across state lines. Kyle Rittenhouse was asked to defend properties because riots were going on and people were hurting other people. In the video, there's a flaming dumpster. According to several witnesses, I think four witnesses that we've interviewed, the, the, the extremists were trying to push a flaming dumpster into a gas station. Kyle Rittenhouse and his crew were putting out these fires. And so they attacked Kyle, who ran away. It was only after someone else fired first did he turn and fire at his pursuers. And then he tried to flee to the police. Most of you probably know the story. A police officer who donated $25 has lost his job. This, my friends, is the death of justice. Everyone deserves due process. Everyone. Everyone. Especially Kyle Rittenhouse. But now if you try to donate to him, 
they will take your job away. Well, I'll tell you at a certain point, there's only so much I can say about defending conservatives and calling out this extremism. We know it's happening. We know how bad it's getting. But what are conservatives for the most part doing? Well, many of them are speaking up and speaking out. That's a good thing. Many of them are ignoring it and just carrying on. Many regular people are accepting of this. So what do you do? Honestly, I don't know exactly what you should do. I'll tell you what I did. I got away from the cities. I'm not going to keep putting money into this system or supporting a place that is that is has a majority of, of stupid people voting for stupid things. They want to vote for gun control and then abolish the police. I ain't going to live there. OK, they're like abolish the police and also take guns away from everyone. All right. You live that way. At a certain point, I recognize when I'm not wanted and I'm going to leave and go somewhere else. It's almost like the Ayn Rand stuff about, you know, who is John Galt? Eventually, the wealthy, talented industrialists are like, I'm going to leave and go do my own thing somewhere else. And they do. And so maybe that's the best you can do. This is a crazy story. You can't even donate to Kyle Rittenhouse for his defense, for his legal defense. He's been convicted of nothing. But in the court of public opinion, it doesn't matter. They, the, in a press conference from the police department, they basically say that even donating is, or I, I should phrase, this, phrase it this way, they basically say Rittenhouse is guilty and that's all that matters. The dude's innocent until proven guilty. Apparently cops don't care anymore. Insider reports. A Norfolk, Virginia police officer has been fired for donating to the legal defense of Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old accused of fatally shooting two anti-racism protesters last year. Let me stop right there. You all know the story. You see how insider frames things. It's a manipulation. The 17-year-old's accused of fatally shooting two rioters last year. Rittenhouse is accused of killing two rioters and injuring a third rioter after he opened fire at a riot uh, against police, uh, against the police uh, in Wisconsin. Lieutenant William Kelly has been relieved of duty, a Tuesday press release from the city of Norfolk said. Insider was unable to reach Kelly for comment Wednesday morning. News of Kelly's firing comes four days after The Guardian published a list of public employees who donated to various funds on a Christian crowdfunding website called Give, Send, Go, which was the target of a data breach. Kelly was among four public employees who donated to Rittenhouse's legal defense on the website, The Guardian reported. The report said that Kelly donated $25 anonymously to the legal defense, but he was identified because he used his official email address. Well, you should not have done that. You can donate if you want to, but, you know, use a private email. He left a comment on the fund along with his donation. God bless. Thank you for your coverage. Keep your head up. You've done nothing wrong. Every rank and file police officer supports you. Don't be discouraged by actions of the political class of law enforcement uh, leadership, The Guardian reported. Before his firing, Kelly was the executive officer of internal affairs in, in the Norfolk Police Department. The Guardian reported he was initially placed on administrative leave when the report was published last week, the city's press release said. Norfolk City Manager Chip Filer said on Tuesday that after an investigation, he and Police Chief Larry Boone concluded that Lieutenant Kelly's actions are in violation of city and department policies. Quote, his egregious comments erode the trust between the Norfolk Police Department and those they are sworn to serve. The city of Norfolk has a standard of behavior for all employees, and we will hold staff accountable. OK, I have zero sympathy for any cop right now, period. Sorry, guys. There are a lot of law enforcement people who hit me up. Now, I can respect you on an individual level. But what I mean to say is, if you remain a police officer right now, sorry, I, I have no sympathy. I have 
no empathy, and I have very little respect. Respect to me is standing up for yourselves and being dignified, saying I would rather live, I would rather die on my feet than live on my knees. And they've got all of you dropping to your knees for the mob. And you would prefer to be on your knees, then so be it. If you're a cop right now in this country and you want to drop to your knees, so be it. Do it. I don't care. I just won't defend you because you know what happens. You can't even give 25 bucks to Kyle Rittenhouse not getting fired. Okay. That's the, that's, that's the job you chose. The politics you choose to live under. Your dignity has been stripped from you and you want to be the puppet sacrificial lamb for the state. Fine. I don't care. I don't live in the city anymore. I got away from all that. I'm relying on myself and it's been great. You go out, you breathe the fresh air, lower cost of living. We've got a sheriff's department quite some ways away and I'm responsible for myself and I'm happy with that. Maybe the defund the police people have a point. You know, maybe these cities, it doesn't matter what happens after the fact. If they want these things, then so be it. Now, look, I understand most people probably don't want to defund the police at all. Most people don't want to abolish the police. I think the polls show us that. But if those people aren't going to vote to support the police, sorry, the political class has stripped the police of any and all dignity. They have gotten you to to drop to your knees while they all point and laugh. And they'll lock you up in a moment's notice. So why do it? A lot of the leftists are like, you know, Tim, Tim is, is, is all salty and crying, you know, saying the police should resign. No, I, I agree at this point. I don't I don't care what you think about what happens after the police are abolished or whatever. I just think if you want to be a spineless uh, individual with no dignity, go ahead and do it. If you would like to retain your dignity and stand up defiantly, you will tell these departments screw off. Let me tell you something. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Will any one of these cops in Norfolk walk out in support of their coworker? No, they won't do it. They're not going to do it. He said, the rank and file police support you, Kyle. He must have been wrong because I don't see any of these cops getting up and being like, no way. If you do this, I walk. I've had so many jobs in my life where I have said, you do this and I walk and they call my bluff and I walk. I had one job, fast food restaurant, and I had a manager disrespecting me. And I was 16 years old. This this was my first job. And so I basically was like, I'm one of the best employees here. I do my job. I'm on time and I don't complain. If you got a problem with that, I can leave. And this manager had the nerve to say, yeah, you know, some of these other employees, they do a good job. Not like you, though. Took my apron off, threw it at him and said, have a nice day. I get a call from the general. This was, a, this, was a, uh, this was an assistant manager. I get a call from the general manager and I'm just like, they're like, please, please, please come back. And I'm like, nah, ain't playing that game. Oh, they called me like three times. Like, please, we need you to work here. No, no, it's too bad. It's too bad. I would rather die on my feet than live on my knees. These cops in Norfolk, they would rather drop to their knees and beg, please, we're such pathetic, spineless losers. We won't support any of our coworkers. We like what people are doing. Whatever, dude. I know a lot of people get mad at me because it's a little harsh to say. And they're like, these people have families, man. They need jobs and whatever. It's like, dude, if you would sacrifice your coworkers to an angry mob to protect yourself, well, I'm not going to defend you because I believe in heroes who would risk everything to protect the ones they actually care about.
And maybe they say, my family's more important than my coworker. If you would all just stand up and say, okay, we are going to strike. We are going to say no. We are going to defend our coworker. You would win. But they don't do that. So, okay. Then what do you want from me? I'm sorry. Let me, let me just rephrase this. If you won't defend yourselves, what am I supposed to do? God helps those who help themselves. They say, quote, a police department cannot do its job when the, poli- when the public loses trust with those whose duty is to serve and protect them. We do not want perceptions of any individual officer to undermine the relations between the Norfolk Police Department and the community. The press release said Kelly will have the opportunity to appeal his firing. Insider has asked the city and police department whether Kelly had announced intentions to appeal, but they did not immediately respond on Wednesday morning. Kelly should not have been fired. He should be allowed to donate. And I, I, I think right now the appropriate action for every single officer in this department is to donate to Kyle Rittenhouse, assuming they support him. I'm just sick of people who are unwilling to fight for themselves. I know not everybody is a leader, but at a certain point, personal responsibility plays a role. This is what I never liked about unions when I was in, you know, I've been in three. I like the idea of collective bargaining. I don't like the idea of unions. You know why? Collective bargaining is when every employee stands up, they raise their fist in unison and say, this is what we demand. A union is when you say, I don't want to do anything. You do it for me. And then what happens is you get corrupt individuals on the board of these unions and they don't help you and you get exploited. No, you must stand up. You cannot pass the buck. You cannot ignore your responsibilities. You don't get to just sit there watching your department burn to the ground, watching your coworkers get fired for doing nothing wrong and expect you to skirt by as the mob comes for you next. I have more respect for this officer who donated than to the officers who are saying nothing as he's being punished for doing what he believes is the right thing. So my respect to Kelly, he should appeal his firing. He should get his job back. They say three other public employees donated to Rittenhouse. Good for them. The three other public servants who donated were, I'm not going to read all the names of these individuals, a paramedic in West Valley City, and uh, we have uh, someone who works in Huntsville, Alabama an engineer in Lawrence Livermore University. The West Valley Fire City Department told ABC4 in a statement that it's conducting an investigation into Shepard's donation, but said such a donation would be representative of a personal of personal actions, not those of West Valley City. The fire department did not immediately respond to insider's request for further comment on Wednesday. The director of communications for the city of Huntsville also did not immediately respond to insider's request for comment on Keith Silver's donation. Linda Seaver, the director of public affairs at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory, told The Guardian that this individual had made an honest mistake, had never intended to use his lab email on the matter. Insider has contacted Seaver for further information. Some also donated to the officer who shot Jacob Blake. You know what, man? If these people, that, uh, these, these public servants, if, if all of these cops stood up for themselves and for their coworkers, Kyle Rittenhouse might actually get a fair trial. But it goes beyond just Rittenhouse. 100% goes beyond Rittenhouse. It goes, or I'm sorry, it goes beyond the donation from these departments. It goes to the trial of Rittenhouse. Do you think that Kyle Rittenhouse can get a fair trial now? The jurors are going to be crying. They're going to, I have to imagine, the, the only people who want to be jurors in these cases want a guilty verdict. Have you thought about that? Derek Chauvin's found guilty on all counts. Could it be that the people who went to serve on the jury knew what this was and wanted to find him guilty? 
And the people who didn't were too scared. The political zealots were probably super excited. Ooh, I'm going to make this guy rotten, burn, retribution. I'm so excited. And everyone else is spineless. Where's anybody standing up and defending the rule of law and our Bill of Rights? I mean, they exist, you know, on the Internet. And there are people who listen. Unfortunately for y'all, let me just tell you, sorry, whatever this side is, and it's not all conservatives, too many spineless losers. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. I'm sorry. That's the fact. I'm not saying you are a spineless loser. I'm saying there are a lot. I get messages from celebrities and they're like, I agree with everything you say, but I'm too scared to say it. I'm like, then you deserve what comes next, okay? If you will not stand up and take action to solve your own problems, then don't expect me to come and bail you out. You've been warned. In all of these cities, you've been warned. You've been told time and time again by the conservatives you follow and by individuals like myself to get out of the cities. Many of you have. I've received tons of emails from people saying, thank you for the advice. It was the right advice. I'm, not, I'm way happier now. Many of you are saying, no, we're not going to leave. We're going we're gonna to stay and keep fighting. The time to stay and keep fighting, for the most part, was before the elections. But I do respect that. If you want to stay and fight, I do respect that 100%. That means the people at these departments need to stay and fight, figuratively. That means these officers need to stand up collectively and say no to this. Are they going to do it? I don't think so. And there lies the problem. The center uh, has folded. You've, you're, you're no longer holding the line. You stood around and you saw all of these people at your side and you believed they would charge into battle with you. And when you did, they stood there and they said, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to do this. I guess it's easier. I guess it's easier just to say nothing and be a cog in the machine. That's fine. Do what you want. My point is, you know, you know that meme where death is knocking on everyone's door and it's going one door at a time? You think that the reaper is going to pass your door by? You think that you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to fart in your office and they're going to be like, we don't care about that. No, they're going to be like, that was an offensive gesture. It was offensive to women. And they're going to make up some dumb, ridiculous reason. You think I'm joking. But look how insane all of this is getting. Sooner or later, it will be you. And you will have to reap what you have sown. The media is pushing the psychosis, fear mongering and insanity. Bill Maher can point out the COVID stuff from the mainstream media and how it's making Democrats go insane, but he can't recognize how all the rest of the news he's consuming is insanity. Personal responsibility. Right now, Chauvin is receiving very serious threats. Riots are still expected. Portland still rioted because capitulating to the extremists doesn't satiate them. The guilty verdict of Derek Chauvin did not prove justice is possible. Barack Obama said it's not justice. AOC said it's not justice. It only proves that you admitted you were wrong and that they should keep fighting. When will people learn? 
giving the mob what they want doesn't make them stop. It proves them right. Chauvin getting convicted did not result in people saying, yay, we did it. Everyone go home now. It resulted in them saying, I can't believe how long it took us to get justice. We all knew what had happened. The system is broken and we must keep rioting. You thought giving them what they wanted would satiate them, but it proves them right and it throws fuel on the fire. Next up, we have four officers, or is it three more, I think, who will be facing uh, aiding and abetting manslaughter charges coming up in August, which means more riots should they be acquitted. But they won't be because justice is dead. So what can you do? Move to a red state. Move, uh, move to a red state. And I, I get a lot of people in the rural area saying, no, don't tell city folk to come here. No, 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 no. Move to a red state and don't vote for this stuff anymore. Don't vote for the Democrats anymore. You go to a red state, you, might, you have a fighting chance to defend yourself, stand your ground laws, the right to keep and bear arms. You stay in a blue state. Don't come crying to me. How can I, after a year of the worst riots we've ever we've seen in generations or decades, how am I supposed to be like, oh, no, the poor people who already knew and took no responsibility for their safety? You know how bad the cities are going to get. You know what is likely to happen in the next several months. We already have another story about a cop shooting a, 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 a black individual. The left is already lying about it, saying she was unarmed, even though in the video you can see she's about to stab someone. At what point do you just give them what they want? This is what I, I can't stand, man. Let the urban centers have what they asked for. If you're not going to stand up for your coworkers, then what are you doing? Are you really just there for a paycheck? That's that sickens me. You know, all these people are like, Tim, there are a lot of cops who are, are staying because they want to protect the community. The community hates you. Your own bosses hate you. I don't I don't I don't get it. No, I think it's mostly a paycheck. If your leaders say screw off, if the voters say screw off and there are some people saying, please stay and you choose to be the sacrificial lamb for the state. I mean, do, do whatever you want. You don't got to take it from me. You do whatever you want. But all this cop did was donate to Rittenhouse. And did anybody stand up to defend him? It seems like nobody did. Okay, then why should I defend you if you won't even defend your coworkers or yourself? I'll see you on the next segment coming up at 4 p.m. over at youtube.com slash Timcast. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.